Hello, everyone. This is Paul Dick, owner and head coach here at Stark Strength and Conditioning, Stark CrossFit. And today I have with me Amanda Churton. She's one of the original gangsters here at Stark, uh, even before it was Stark when we were creative conditioning. And um, she's from Ottawa. I uh, She was in here working out yesterday, and today she's just in town for a bit. And uh, we had a conversation about kind of how she got started. And um, it's awesome to see when people kind of start training here, they move away, uh, that they keep up with it. And um, we kind of went into a bit of, you know, the, the background of how things got started for her. And I thought it was pretty cool and we should do a podcast on it. So um, just want to introduce Amanda and, uh, you know, find out a little bit about who you are right now. And um, yeah, we'll talk a bit more about how you got started. Right. Uh, well, I'm Amanda. I'm from Ottawa. And started back at Creative Conditioning. I don't even know how long ago. How long ago? Six six years ago, yeah. Oh, my God. Six years ago. Um, where I'm at right now in life, I am 38, a uh, single lady, about to go back to school full-time starting next week. Um, and just kind of getting my fitness in where I can. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, in terms of training, just, yeah, enjoying it, doing a lot of different things, having fun, but had a good convo with Paul yesterday about how it all started. It's kind of funny. Yeah, so um, the way it started was uh, when Amanda joined up, she joined with uh, with two other girls, Steph and... Um, Natalie. And Natalie. Yeah. And I think they, they brought you on board, right? Yeah, so they had told me about this new gym, and they thought that this might be a style of training that I would like, which is ironic because not any of us were super into fitness or any sort of thing, so I don't actually know where they got the idea that I might like that kind of training. They were wrong. <laughs> I didn't start out loving it, but <laughs> but I went, and uh Yeah. We had, uh, we, I, I had seen some pictures more recently of like some of the first workouts we had done there. And there was like a picture of you standing like out in the rain, completely soaked. And there was like a bunch of the people that, that still come here in that photo. And I thought that was really cool because it's still like six years ago. And, uh, and just seeing some of, some of those people who have grown and progressed and, you know, look a bit leaner, meaner, fitter sort of thing is, uh, it, it's pretty cool to see. I think that was my very first, actually, I think that was my very first um, workout. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was my very first workout. I'm fairly sure of that. And I was just, it was, I couldn't walk for days. <laughs> it felt so hard. It's, it's really interesting to see how you can grow and over time and just learn to love doing that sort of thing. I remember thinking at that time that I thought, like, I can't do this ever again. Like, this was hard and scary and out of my comfort zone. So then what, so what kept you coming back? If it was, you know, you came in for your first class, it was hard, it was scary, like you couldn't walk for days after, what, you know, what kept you interested? I think at that time in my life, and this is, I mentioned this to you yesterday, it was more that I was worried about disappointing you <laughs> for some weird reason. I was worried about, you know, I've made this commitment and I thought, well, I have to give it more than one time. It was hard, it was scary, it was... 
like I said, not not a fit person in any way and not good at doing things that I'm not great at. So that was a struggle for me because I was not the best at it in any way. I couldn't jump. I couldn't lift anything. So any time that I, and this is my the past me. This is not me anymore, but the past me. Um, if I wasn't good at something immediately, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to feel like a failure. I didn't want to be the slowest person there. That was a lot of what it was. It was just that ego place, coming from an ego place. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot from people. They're like, I don't want to be, like, the slowest one in class or whatever. And, like, are there people who are less fit than me? And, and it's like, it's not about that. It's about, you know, getting started um, and, and just doing something, getting out of your comfort zone. You're never, you know, you're starting out in, in CrossFit and in, in, you know, strength and conditioning training, doing something new and different that's out of your element, you're not going to be awesome at it right off the bat. And I think, you know, some people don't like that. They don't like being or, or being seen as vulnerable and, and not being able yes. to do something, not being capable. That is, that is like, used to be, like I said, I think even not just CrossFit, but it started me on this journey of bettering myself. And it, it's helped me really learn that you don't have to be the best. It's like for me, in the beginning, it, it wasn't ever about being the best. It was just that coming from a place of ego where you attach shame to, to not being the best or that sort of thing. So it, it took a time for me to get over that and realize like no one cares. No one is watching me and caring. Like, people don't think about except, you. As, except for your coaches. Except for your coach. They're watching you. <laughs> yeah. But no one's comparing me to themselves, right? Yeah. And no one was, like, thinking poorly of me because I couldn't do a box jump or a pull-up or anything. Like, there are still things I can't do now, and no one cares. But it's, like, letting go. It's just letting go of, of the, your ego. It's It's okay. It's okay not to be good at something. And it's really fun and interesting when you start to see the progression and that's what's really kept me once I realized that that it didn't matter where I placed in terms of like people in my classes it didn't matter if I was the slowest or the worst because I was seeing a progression within myself so to me that was super fun because you know then you've got benchmarks and you're like wow I lifted five more pounds this time or I did it 30 seconds faster and I think that's what has kept me going with with fitness once I could let go of them that ego place of it that I was able to start seeing small small progressions um, and seeing changes with myself and that was where I think that's what's kept me going mm -hmm. and now I'm like I love it yeah <laughs> so um thinking about like you had mentioned not being able to do everything. Um, you, you've been here for the past couple of days training, and it's funny because like some members that never knew who you were um, that weren't around back then are like, "Who's that? She's a beast!" Oh I'm my like, god, yeah, that's very funny. It's, it's, <laughs> I am it's not cool a beast. to hear. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool to hear. Um, so, uh, do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about like what you had maybe going on in your life, sort of when you when you started on this sort of oh, journey or the yeah yeah so yeah how that all started? Um, I was in a quite honestly talk about being vulnerable right now, <laughs> really bad place in so many different ways. Um, you know, going through a divorce and 
that's always tough. And just like not feeling, not feeling good about my body, not feeling good about myself. And, you know, money was tough and just so many things going on that really kind of, I was not in a good place. And I knew that I had to do something or it could get dark, uh, um, darker. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was why I'd, you know, come to you, come to Stark. Um, and like I said, quite honestly, after the first couple of classes, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm not meant to do this. This is hard and so uncomfortable. But at the same time, like, after, I did feel this sense of accomplishment. But quite honestly, it was really more like, because you're such a good coach and you were always like, you were so positive and, I mean, I'd actually worked with trainers before who didn't, I don't know, like, it's, it's like it means something to you. So I f was like, oh, I don't want to let him down. <laughs> so that was kind of what, to be honest, like, what kept me coming back. I was like, I have to give it a fair shot. This is a great coach. He's a great guy. I, I need to, like, give it a shot. And then I eventually, you know. That's, that's funny. Like, <laughs> you know, it, I, I've talked about, like, you know, having intrinsic motivation for, for doing things and not doing things for for other people, like whether it's, <laughs> you know, being motivated to like spite someone or whatever, yeah. or, or, you know, someone saying, oh, you can't do this, or, you know, you're not good enough to do this or whatever. And I'm, I'm saying to people usually like, that's not, that's not going to be good <laughs> enough, like to get you up at five in the morning. So you could be at the gym for six so you can train and, you know, go on with your day and stuff like that. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, not the best. Yeah, just, just having that having that extrinsic motivation from like, you know, a coach not wanting to let them down. That's kind of funny. I thought but maybe that's more about me too. Right. Like yeah. maybe that's about my, like, no, I don't want to feel someone's disappointed. And then I feel disappointed in myself. Right. So I guess it, it was about me, but yeah. I mean, not probably not the healthiest or right way to be motivated, but, but it was a start it was something and it, and it led to something which is awesome, which is, yeah. and it's, you know, you definitely have more intrinsic motivation even after yesterday's workout. Like you were still working on, uh, you were doing some back lunges and stuff from the rack and you were doing some, what else? You were doing some uh, shoulder work or? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, some some rows and some shoulder stuff and a little yeah. fun aerodyne workout. Yeah. Just, you know what, I, I like it. It makes me, I don't know, it makes me feel good. And, and that's one thing that, that always throughout, that is more recent in the last year. I loved coming to my CrossFit gym in Ottawa, loved the community, started kind of loving doing the strongman workouts that we do there more than actual CrossFit. And then to supplement an injury, started doing uh, stuff at another gym. I hope they don't hear me say that. I don't know if they know. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah, so, it, you know, it became this thing where it wasn't about looking good anymore. Not that it always was that. Not even about it. At some point, my motivation was, again, like, I want to lift really heavy. And then things kind of progressed and changed to, like, I just want to feel good. And I was trying to deal with strengthening some areas of weakness because of an injury. And, uh, it, you know, it just became like meditation almost, like something that I like like doing and I like doing for myself. And now I find if I go a few days without, I'm just a horrible person. <laughs> I'm not nice if I don't work out. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually tell people like, you know, to if they end up picking like a slightly heavier weight, if they're capable of doing it, it makes them a better person and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's totally true. 
Um, so activity-wise, say even before you started at Stark, like six years ago, what was there? Were you training at all? Were you like, what was, you said you had a trainer a bit before. So like, what, what was your routine like way back then? It was like next to nothing. Um, meet with the trainer and do nothing until you meet with them again? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, it was the girls that I started out with. So Stephanie and Natalie, yeah. who I know aren't listening. Maybe they are. Yeah. Um, it was always like we were always trying to lose weight, always heavier girls and just like, OK, let's find a quick fix and like maybe this will work. So we do like little I don't know. We'd sign up for a community center class and then we were like ah, fitness. Blah. And then, you know, we'd go, like, try a spin class and, you know, too hard. I don't like it. And then we had, at one point, the three of us split a trainer where she would come to my home once a week and give us routines with her five-pound weights, which was great then. But, mm -hmm. like, we met with her. She gave us the routine, and none of us did it ever. Yeah. So it was like we just weren't. We just hadn't maybe found something that we liked or the, a community or we weren't good to motivate one another. But it was always like looking for a quick fix and really nothing that I liked doing. And I just wasn't into it. So I really hadn't. Right. I hadn't done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you were you were our very first nutrition challenge that we had. You won that. I and did. That yeah. I forgot. Yeah. That was a long time ago. But, oh, my God. Um, I remember when we were looking at, like, what you were taking in, like, on a daily basis, it was it was very low. Like, it wasn't a lot of, of food. And then I remember we were, like, trying to get you to take in, like, 2,200 calories versus I think it was, like, 1,200 or something you yeah. were taking in. Yeah. And, and you're like, no, like, I'm trying to lose weight. And it's like... Let's just bump this up and see what happens. Yeah. And then I remember you were saying, like, my workouts got better. I was sleeping better. I'm dropping weight. Like, That's um, right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was like five years ago for sure. Oh Maybe God. a little longer. But, um, yeah, how has, how has like, your, your nutrition changed over the years and with training and stuff like that? Um, the under eating has always been an issue, and it's still... I'm I've I'm working with a coach now, but in between now and then, I'd put on I'd put on weight when I went to Ottawa. It was more just I don't know, um, new place. I didn't wasn't just getting used to life again, or you know, in a new place. I wasn't really paying attention to, to nutrition. But about a year after, I went keto for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, How did that work for you? Hmm. <laughs> You know, I lost a lot of weight quickly. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say there's things about it that I think if you're working with a nutrition coach and you're doing it the right way, it can be very good. To me, it's not sustainable. I did it on my own. It was not the right way to do keto. No. Probably too many, too much dairy and and too it, much carbs. <laughs> no. No, too much dairy, and I mean, and you have to do it the right way. But, I mean, as far as weight loss went, it was great. But then as soon as you're off that, it's very hard to transition off of it. And your body kind of, I think if you work with a professional, yeah. it's probably really good. But for me, just not sustainable. Like, I like, I like carbs. And yep. I missed carbs. So I actually worked with a nutritionist to transition off of it in a healthy way. 
Um, That's good. That's yeah, because you have to be really careful so with did, keto. Did you f- did you end up gaining a bunch of weight back? No, or no? I lost weight actually. After you got off keto. Yeah, I lost more weight after I got off keto, which was oh. a surprise to her. Yeah. Uh, but then she figured, well, maybe your body just likes carbs. Yeah. So since then, I was just kind of maintaining that, like lower carb, which seems to work for me. Um, but started seeing a nutrition coach who used to work with the Red Blacks. So he takes a more of a holistic approach. What are the Red Blacks? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I don't know this. Football, Ottawa football team. Okay. Yeah. All right. They're kind of a big deal. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. Not I don't so know if they are. Winnipeg, not in Winnipeg. Yeah. They're not. Uh, so I started working with him, and it was more, less than like not even worrying about weight loss or performance or anything, but just dealing with like leaky gut issues. And he was helping try to normalize my sleep patterns and um, take away inflammation. And I work with him pretty closely. I mean, since October, basically on the daily, I have to send him my nutrition logs. And, you know, we see each other once in a while and he does measurements and it's, but it's all very, very natural, like no processed food, no sugar. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's really, it's it's amazing though. It's like changed my life. Cool. Yeah. You had, you had mentioned yesterday too, that like you had, you had gone for a test with the naturopath, right? And then um, gotten, I, I don't remember what you had said the exact it's not a blood test or anything you had to hold on to something yeah but um found out what types of things caused inflammation for you yeah and um yeah maybe talk about that a little bit yeah so in general he said that the inflammatory foods are nightshades so that's like peppers tomatoes eggplants that sort of thing so right away that was cut um pork was cut because it's hard to digest but it was things like Things that I love, like spinach and almonds that I'd been eating and consuming, thinking it's like a health, healthy food. I mean, it's a good food, um, but it was something that was causing inflammation in my body. Um, cut out dairy, that, oh yeah, and all beans, like legumes and beans. Like I am not, there. I have an intolerance to them and just kind of weird things like grapes, but a lot of fruits I'm still good to eat. Um, also all... Uh, Squash, unfortunately. So a lot of the things that I was eating forever yeah. that are very healthy for, you yeah. know, if, if it's not an inflammatory food, um, I, I had to cut those out. And, you know, it took away a lot of the joint issues that I was dealing with, helped with my sleep, my energy. Like, I feel better than I ever have just by cutting out foods that my body doesn't like. So it's taking a really natural approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's, you know, some people think it's a bit strict, but... For me, it's like I feel so good that when I go off my plan, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not, yeah, it, it's just like it, it hurts and I'm sluggish and it's really, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to fuel yourself to feel amazing. Like it makes such a big difference. Yeah. And like you had said, you had like knee pain and was it shoulders and stuff like that? And well, the shoulder is... That was less about the food. That's my desk job. But yeah, my knee pain is completely gone. And that's something that I had spent so many years and seen so many therapists and doctors. Had x-rays and Yeah, stuff had and x-rays. And like no one could ever find out what was wrong. Um, but it was purely the food that I was eating, which yeah. sounds crazy, but yeah. it's true. No, it's amazing that like some of those foods, like if your body does not 
does not accept them and there's like an inflammatory response to to eating them and having them in your body like just cutting them out it's pretty incredible because a lot of times people can go go to a doctor get x-rays go and get mris stuff like that and then you know be told maybe you need a knee replacement or um you know usually that's with excessive wear and stuff like that like when it gets to that point in a certain age and stuff but um yeah it's was it just you going to this holistic doctor this naturopath to to um you know work on your eating habits or and then the byproduct of that was like hey like I changed my foods and my knees are better and well actually um a lot of a lot of people at my gym see the same nutritionist um and they had told me about him so it was all through referrals and mm-hmm. so a lady that I knew had gone and had this testing done and she's the one that told me she had the same it sounded like we had the same sort of knee issue so when she told me that when she changed her diet, mm-hmm. that it, her knee pain went away. And it was amazing to see someone that had, because the, the pain was so severe, she couldn't squat. Yeah. And then after a few months of, you know, once she knew that, and then working with a nutritionist, once she, you know, it had kind of healed everything on the inside, like being able to see her squat after yeah. a year that she couldn't get below parallel. And she was like, oh, yeah, no problem, no pain. I mean, that sold it for me. Yeah. It was never about, hey, I need to lose weight, I need to do whatever. It was purely like, if I can eat stuff that will let me sleep at night, because my, my knee pain was like, it would throb at night. Hmm. Yeah. So after a month, that was gone, and that was the seller for me. And then now all this other stuff is a, a nice byproduct of that. Like, I've leaned out. My body fat percent has come down, you know, by like 8%, and five months or something like that and I'm eating a lot yeah not hungry ever no no god he has me eating a lot of food (laughs) yeah yeah that's one thing that we talk about with you know some of our even our 12-week challenge now like if you're eating real food consistently like you shouldn't be starving and there's there's some people that are just like you know I'm hungry all the time and it's like okay we got to bump up your calorie intake like and to to be taking in like two, three, four thousand calories worth of like, you know, high quality food, it's a lot of food. That's a lot of if, food. If you're gonna be taking in like if you take it in in like fast food and, you know, drive through stuff and all that, like you can get up there pretty quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I I think right now we're we're kinda playing around because my body is being is kind of funny. So we're just trying to figure out what macros work for me and you know, playing around with all that. So we kind of change that every couple of weeks. But right now we're on like a bit of a lower calorie and it's like my body doesn't respond well to that at all. Like I need, I am not a small girl. I am strong. I need, uh, I need a lot of calories (laughs) and I need carbs. Like my body likes carbs. Yeah. Well, and doing the stuff, like if you are still doing some CrossFit, I know you're, you've gravitated a bit more to the, the strong man, strong woman type stuff. Um, that like you still you still need carbs you might not need as much carbs as if you're doing the um like the crossfit stuff that that you're going to be using more glycogen stores yeah but um yeah i still love them yeah give me the potatoes (laughs) (laughs) but it's cool that like you're you're monitoring things and tweaking them and that's that's something that i've mentioned to people in our you know 12-week challenge like when you're doing calculations on how many calories you should be taking. And there's always room for error in there. There's, you know, could be up to a 20% error in 
your basal metabolic rate plus activity level and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, try doing the same thing for like two to three weeks, Yeah. monitor it. And then like, if you're headed in the right direction, keep doing it. If you're not, something's got to be tweaked. So, and it could be activity level. It could be, you might need more calories. You might need less calories, but you know, yeah. if you're not tracking and, and monitoring and then assessing, then it makes it a little tough to decide where you got to go with that. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because you you can notice even the macro percentages. Like I could be at the same level of calories, and if he if my nutrition coach has me, you know, add a little protein, bring down a little fat, like I really feel the difference. Yeah. So it it kind of like, but it takes work to figure out what you perform and respond best to, right? Yeah. So that's where kind of where I think that's always where I will be at. And then as you drop weight or if you're, you know, say you start doing more aerobic activity or whatever, yeah. then you might need more carbs, yeah. less fat, less protein or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. And for me, I like it. And I, I like it because it, it's, again, it's just seeing what, like, what I can do with my body. Like, yeah. it's super fun to, to know, like, what makes it tick and... And that's why I think I've taken such an interest in the nutrition part of it. Like, I didn't know I was so into tracking and being weird. And it's not for everybody. No. But I'm enjoying it. Do you weigh and measure your food? Yeah. Yeah? Right now I do. Like, we've tried different things. We're we're just trying to do it more, um, I guess, just by, like, how I feel. And for me, I will always undereat unless, not because I'm trying. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But if it's just up to me, when I just eyeball things, like I always underestimate, I don't eat enough, so it's better for me to weigh because then I know I'm getting enough. Because yeah. um, we tried that for a while where he said, well, just try to eyeball what you think yeah. this amount is. So I, I started doing that, and then I would like weigh it way off. Yeah. So for me, that works, but you know, it doesn't work for everyone, and it's not necessarily something you have to do. Like To some people, they just are like, I would hate doing that. I'm like, no, I like it. Then I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. If weighing and measuring isn't for everyone, and I think that, like, you know, if, if people are going to do it, and I've recommended it to people just to get a good idea, because some people are, are terrible at eyeballing it, or, yeah, that's the size of my palm or my hand or yeah. whatever. Um, but, yeah, if you have an exact measurement, and I, I kind of went back to doing that a little bit on uh, earlier this week, and just to, just to kind of do a little reality check and I'm yeah. like, holy crap, like my portion sizes, you know, my, my guesstimates have gotten larger than <laughs> what, uh, than what, you know, they, they should be sort of things. So it was interesting to see and, and just to kind of check in on that and like, okay, gotta yeah. maybe dial it back a little bit or whatever. Yeah. And, it, and you know what, for me though, it's also, I really am big on the, the Sunday meal prep. Yeah. So it's just easy for me. Um, you know, to make a whole bunch of stuff on a on a Sunday and then weigh and measure as I go and just throw it in the fridge and I've got that and I that girl who takes three meals to work and yeah. everyone thinks I'm crazy. They're like, You're eating again? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm <laughs> eating still. <laughs> well, you eat the same thing all the time. That's okay. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I Lori and I eat Anytime we go shopping, like every week, it's pretty well the same stuff in the cart every time. doesn't really change a whole lot. Yeah. The way you prep it, though, might be a little bit different. You might use some, like, different spices or, or you know, barbecue versus throw it in the oven or whatever. But yeah. it's, I don't know. I, I find that there is enough variety there that I don't get bored of it. But 
Um, I'm not totally against like going out and you know eating somewhere else, eating it. You know, I don't bring my own food to a restaurant or anything <laughs> like that. But Ooh, I'm that person. Maybe not a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you go to a friend's place and it's like I, I do. I'm do like, you? don't worry about me. I'll just bring my Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of bad. And you know what's interesting though is that our nutrition coach will. He's got like a Facebook for all his clients. We've got like a Facebook page for all of us and. It's really great because he offers a lot of really great um, recipes and things like, like really healthy like sauces that you can put on your chicken and that sort of thing. So I'm trying to be more creative in that way because you do find, I do find I get a bit of palate fatigue where I'm just like, oh, I'm eating a lot of like the same kind of vegetables and it, that's more like laziness on my part, but I'm trying to really make it a little more exciting for myself. Spice things up. That's right. No pun intended. <laughs> um, cool. Well, you have a, uh, a powerlifting, no, a strong, strong man, man, strong woman competition strong coming woman. up. Like Saturday, right? Saturday, it's like yeah. a few days away. Yeah. So what are you going to be doing in that? And this is your first one, right? It is, yeah. yeah so? so I am, uh, they don't have a, they're really funny with their weights with women. I am in the heavyweight division, 169 pounds plus. Um, there are four events. So this is my style of working out where each event is only 75 seconds long. <laughs> That's what I like. Um, but you're trying to grind through as much as possible within that time. So I think the first one is a 350 pound frame carry, which you basically, it's, it's like you're squatting it to bring it up. I tried that out of the gym the other week. Couldn't lift it. <laughs> like a frame of a car? Um, what, what I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no, I've never, I've never been, but it's this like big rectangle and there's just handles. So it would be kind of like a farmer's carry, but easier because there's like a, a front, beam front in the back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like that. Um, yeah. So we'll see if I can pull it off during the comp, but I definitely couldn't pull it off when I was practicing. Yeah. Which is okay. That's kind of to be expected in these competitions, but it's uh, what else is there? There's a 400-pound tire flips for 75 seconds. You were practicing that out in the parking lot a little bit? Yeah, today. it just didn't go so well today. That's no. okay. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. Just throw on a belt and it'll be good. Exactly. Um, or chalk. Why can't I remember what else we're doing? Oh, car deadlift. Yeah. Um, and, oh... A 140-pound clean and press with a log. So those are the big, you yeah. know which things those yeah. are, hey? Yeah. I, I was able to do that. They're very, very awkward. And it's a press, or could you push press it? or like you can, They call it a press? clean and press, but you can do any kind of style. So I was able to, to do a push jerk and get that up, but it's cool. super awkward. Yeah. Uh, super fun, though. It's, it's just neat having the odd objects. It's kind of an added challenge and makes things a little more unstable, but... You can't get into a perfect upright position with, like, no, you would with a barbell. you got to lean back a bit. And, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, you're, like, bopping your chin, which is yeah. what I tend to do. So you, it, it is a little bit different, but uh, or a lot different, actually. But it's just, it's fun to challenge yourself in different ways with the odd objects. Like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, it's less technical, just grunt work. Like, you just yeah. have to grind it out and, you know... It's it's hard, but it's fun. I love it. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, there's a yoke carry too, right? No, that's just oh. something that we... No, there's not a yoke carry in this okay. one. That's just something that I do 
because I like it. You were just running around with the yoke on your back here for fun then? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was, f- I was trying to, I guess, get PR. used to carrying some heavy weights because I like doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and I PR'd and I'm happy about it. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I do have a video of that. We'll have to post it. Nice. (laughs) My ugly lifting face. So um, I guess maybe three questions to finish up here Um, or, you know, maybe three different things that you could offer listeners for someone who is maybe just starting out, getting getting off the couch, getting into something and maybe like not... uh, not talking themselves out of it because, you know, they tried it and it's not for them right off the bat. Like, you know, what might you suggest? Let go of your ego and don't compare yourself to other people. Because if you compare yourself, everyone is in a different place. Um, Physically, mentally, like a lot of this is mental work too. So just don't, don't compare yourself to the next person, even if they're the same shape, size, height, Never compare yourself. Just do the best that you can do. Um, And that's, yeah, really that's it, you know. And just forget about no one is watching you or except your coach. Coach Paul's watching. Um, But no one is comparing you. No one is judging you. Um, They're worried about what they're doing. So forget about what other people think. That shouldn't even be in your mind. Just, Just go in and do your best. That's all I got. That's it. That's, that's all it. I got. That's the one big that's, one. That's all you need to do. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, just slowly and push yourself a bit. Yeah. Don't be scared. Although I'm a chicken, so Paul knows. Uh, <laughs> I still on. haven't done a handstand. It's yeah. <laughs> all right. You, you know, you've gotten better. Every time you come in, you're, you're getting better. And it's, it's cool that, you know, whenever you're in town, you're, you're showing up for workouts. And uh, even though it might not be stuff like today, we had a kettlebell workout for for our CrossFit class and that, and you're like, i got to use more kettlebells. But, uh, no, it's it's cool that you're still going to come in and challenge yourself with the different things and, uh, you know, a- accept that challenge and be open to it. And maybe next time I'll get a pull-up. Next, <laughs> yeah, next That'll be my goal. Next time I'm in Winnipeg, yeah. I'll do one strict pull-up yeah. here. Cool. <laughs> I'll look forward to seeing that. Okay, now I've said it out loud. Yeah. Now I have to do it. Got to do it. Oh, shit. <laughs> All three, four hundred listeners are going to be like, yeah. Hey, Amanda, yeah. how about that pull up? Exactly. <laughs> so cool. I want to thank you very much for uh, for sitting down and talking to everyone. And I hope uh, hope we can get some people out there, whatever you end up doing, um, you know, finding some motivation to to get going, do something that, you know, you maybe thought you would never enjoy or, you know, that you might not even think about trying. Um yeah, hopefully getting people a bit more active and uh, letting go of that ego. And uh, anything else to add, Amanda? No, just go out and have fun. Yeah, got to enjoy it. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. And thank you, Amanda, for coming in and sitting down and chatting with everyone. And My pleasure. <laughs> and uh, take care of yourself.